0: I'm Joey Glock, myself along with Nick Patrie, and our lifelong passion of characterizing, classifying, and consuming beer has led us to create the definitive list of the 100 best beers in the world. We'll use the quantitative parameters of beer character, like appearance, aroma, flavor, mouthfeel, and alcohol content, to create this list. Welcome to Cold Cans. welcome to the inaugural episode of the show hey everybody we're doing it we're here we're drinking beer we're here and we're drinking beer the classic slogan of cold Gans. get used to it well folks are you used to it yet it's episode 100 is this another cold open then that we play the music again yeah hit the music <laughs> Cheers, Joe. Cheers to episode 100. CC100 coming in right on time. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Roman numeral for 100? What is it? You're an idiot if you don't know that. It is simply a C, right? Let so me it's me just like CCC. Simply what it is. Simply, it is a C. Hey, yeah. So uh, I wish yeah. I had been more confident in my previous knowledge. It <laughs> just said triple C right off the bat. Yeah, but part of why I love you is your <laughs> lack of confidence. Uh, that's,
1: why that's why I'm beloved true. by
0: Cole Can's Nation. That's why they love you, but mm-hmm. I love you be- for who you are, which is, that is who includes I am, your yeah. lack of confidence. Yeah, of course. So but, how how are you doing, Joe? Well, I'm. I don't know. It's I've been thinking about this episode a lot. It's been, it's been mm. probably the most intimidating episode we've done. Sure, not, not just. No, I don't think it is, honestly. Really? What else? The interviews. Oh, yeah. It was way worse (laughs) (laughs) that we didn't prepare for. No, we actually, those are probably the most research we ever did for an episode. Yeah. And those are certainly our best episodes. Yeah. Without a doubt. Worth awards. I don't know. Like, not just the gravity of 100, but um, natural light too. Like, this is an important beer for us. We saved it to the very bitter end, Mm -hmm. and here we are. And my first drink, I haven't had, when's the last time you had Natty Light? Oh, man. I just uh, realized that when we did the Colkens Kolsch episode that I compared the smell of it while I was brewing to Natty Light. Oh, really? So that may be the last time I ever even thought about Natty Light. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't thought I don't about know it. when I've had it. Yeah. It can't was... imagine the last time. It was our beer of choice in college, I would say, for sure. We drank mm. more Natty than we drank. I think we drank more Natty than we drank Bush Light. at least. Yeah. I there did. was a fair amount of Keystone, I remember, too. Yeah, Natty and Keystone time. were kind of interchangeable. Yeah, It was like we would go through these kind of like uh these taste debates. Like some people were like, I'm a Keystone guy. Don't get me Natty. I don't drink that shit. <laughs> I drink Keystone. <laughs> that was always it. Yeah. Someone had to pick a side. Yeah. No, yeah. it all tastes exactly the same. They do. Uh and then, yeah, when you get a step up, I'm still picking a side. I take Coors over the rest of them, yeah. personally. I don't know if our rankings suggest uh, that or reflect that. I should say, but I don't know. I do take Coors over all else. I think I'm the a same kind of beer. Yeah. Oh, Coors heavy? No, Coors light. Okay. Uh, but Natural Light, brewed in America since 1977. Uh, wow! Wow! And my first drink—it's pretty damn good. You yeah, it tastes these? good. Th- these have been chilling out on my porch for the past 10 days, I guess. Chilly, chilly. And then when I got home today, I put them in the fridge for about a half hour. You just came back from the homeland. Yes, yeah, so I was just in Wisconsin. Um, it was a great trip. Saw my family. Spent a lot of time with them. Yeah. What else did you do there? Drink any beers? Uh, I did drink some beers. What did I have? I, had, uh, I went to the Fox River Brewing Company with my brother. Never even ZP. heard of it. Um, fan and contributor to the show, yep. along our run here. It's attached to the Fox River Mall. Heard of that, yes, wise guy, yeah. I'm so, you not know, trying to be a do wise guy here. you remember right? that used to be the restaurant that was in Fox, Fazoli's? River Mall? no, Fritello's. Uh, no, local beloved chain. I actually don't know, I never went to Fratello's Um, I was too busy Italian. hitting that Rocky Rococo's in the food court. Rocky Rococo's. I would go to Fazoli's. Uh, I don't believe there was one in the Fox River no. Mall, but there's a Fazoli's nearby. And okay, yeah. Like we would go there. So my brother and I went there for Unlimited lunch. little breadsticks. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Can you take them home with you in the to-go box? Yeah, there's no sign that says you cannot. This is a shout-out to our friend Mike Hamish, if you're still listening, <laughs> who would get the unlimited breadsticks from Olive Garden to the very last drop, and then when the waiter came to say, if you need a box for that, Mike would say, just before the box, <laughs> can you bring out another order of breadsticks, and then we'll take the box. <laughs> Genius move. That's yeah. how you retire early. He was the original uh, two for 20, table for one. <laughs> That's the best. I love that joke. <laughs> it's a good joke. It's a good joke. Okay, so you were at the Fox River Brewing Company. and. As their name suggests, they brew beers, and the one that my brother and I had was a like raspberry ale or something like that. And it was okay. good, it was just light, um, sippable thing to have with the meal. Nice. Had some cheese curds there. I had cheese curds many times. Also fried went to Culver's. Fried cheese curds. Now you had a and take on cheese I curds. I had a suggestion for you, a humble suggestion. Okay. So Culver's has a fairly thick breading on their cheese curds, has some slight seasoning in it. Yep. Um, my suggestion is to take that bread, throw it in the trash. Wow. Just give me the fried cheese so curd. Just grill the curd directly, like right on the the grill top. Get um, a little just heat it through basically. You don't have to put a crust on it. You texted me this take. Mm. I just responded by saying fuck you. You did. Because you're robbing me from one of the true pleasures of cheese curds. Like my favorite part is that a no. good a good breading adds to it. Yeah, yeah, and I like I that. Think... Sometimes you bite into one, and there's not even any cheese in there, and you go, "What the hell?" <laughs> oh, no, you like but that? I, well, it's a, it's kind of you have, fun, it's a fun. It makes it more fun. Mm-mm. The meal's more fun. Mm-mm. The, the just the cheese. I will is give you like this. Mainlining, you know, it's mainlining heroin. Yeah, you'd have to. Uh, I, I haven't figured out all the, the, the details yet. Um, okay. One thing about the breading is like my mom claims she likes the white ones better than the yellow ones. Oh, okay. Because there's white and yellow cheese curds, so that's fun. You can't always tell what's on the inside. And you yeah, but like, oh, but so what do you I you remove white or yellow ones better. I don't think I can tell a difference, or I don't think there is a difference. To I me. don't think so either. But I feel like in Wisconsin, I know I'm in Wisconsin when I get those yellow ones. Sure. Because when you get cheese curds outside of Wisconsin, they're by and large Almost white. White. You're right. You're yeah. Right about that. Uh, it's just the type of cheese that Wisconsin. I mean, what's in a Wisconsin cheese curds? Is that Colby, the curd itself. Yeah, I don't know. Made from pasteurized She's, milk, cheese cultures. We should probably know how it's made. I think it's not made the same as like, it's not a part of the process R- of it's like cheddar. making Colby. It's cheddar. It's cheddar. Uh, okay. yeah. There was oh, yeah, an a cheddar answer. cheese curd. Yeah. But it's <laughs> the curd of the cheddar plant. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so your take, take is, the breading away. T- your take is take away the breading. And I will tell you why. Let me tell you why. Educate now, me. Now I have proposed this subject. Now let me tell you why I bring this up. Now Drag let me tell you me why. through the fucking <laughs> mud. <laughs> so i <laughs> tell me why i took the breading off of one of them because i'm like i'm curious what this is like without the breading and hold it on. was good hold on stop this is the Peeled. same shit this is what you yeah peeling a cheese curd is this bullshit you do you do with oreos you the self-proclaimed oreo king of the north or whatever the fuck you call <laughs> yours you have like an instagram counter set something with like 20 I should. million followers i could quit this dumb podcast if i got my <laughs> 20 million oreo followers but you like, prefer to eat Oreos where you like dissect the whole thing, like you're some sort of sick fuck at a morgue, like picking through bodies. And then you're doing the <laughs> that- same thing here with peeling cheese curds. What the fuck are you doing? It's scientific meant- curiosity, Joe. It's meant to be together. The chef at the Fox River Mall put that cheese curd together for a reason, and then you go and you dissect it, you ruin it. <laughs> I mean,. <laughs> This is like you said. You went and saw 1917, uh, I, and there's a guy behind you calling out uh, all the cuts. This, this is not that. This is not this, that. It's you, like trying to I see am, how the sausage is made. Yeah. What's wrong with that? It ruins when it, I'm just eating enjoy the food. The, the chef's not there with me. I can enjoy it on its own merits, and by dissecting it, like with You're an not Oreo, it by its own merits. I, that's why I separated it. Too. Yeah, because you fucked up <laughs> with the Oreo thing. I want to taste the different segments, and then I will also eat them together. Sure. It's the initial bite. You t- you crack that top cookie off. The first, you don't experience the Oreo itself first and then start to dissect it? No. Wow. So you dissect it first. You go, okay, now I see all the ingredients. Now put it yeah. together for me, Picasso. And then you eat it. Yes, Picasso. He made the eat- famous one who puts together things. <laughs> Well, he exploded put it together and serve it to me. Cubism was exploding things and dissecting it. And then when you get mad at the at the no. museum you go, I don't understand no. Picasso. <laughs> Wasn't it? That's what cubism is. That's what Picasso did. And then he See puts it all at different together from all different perspectives. Uh, no, he doesn't. I'm saying I am the frustrated uncle standing there going, "Put it together for me. This thing looks like shit. Oh, okay. I like when it looks like a picture." <laughs> mm. We really went off. Yeah. Anyway, that's what you're doing with peeling cheese that's curds. That's cheese curds. They're my I'm Picasso of cheese curds. <laughs> you really are. I uh, I eventually am the Jackson Pollock after cheese uh, curds. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> Always on that porcelain white canvas. We didn't need to go here. It's cold cans 100. We didn't need to devolve yeah, into what, that. So right what now. made you think that this is going to be the most sort of intimidating episode to take on? It's the capper. We're capping it. Okay. But it's always been fun. It's always been fun. It's gags. It spills. It's talking Jackson Pollock poop play. I know. But we've always said we're going to get out of that business, get out of that game. And now here we are at episode 100. (laughs) Our first episode, I went back and looked. We started with Miller Lite on April 7th, 2017. Wow. Just young, nubile, virile men. I was 27 years old. We were doing keg stands every day back then. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's eat the just eat the whole cheese curd at once. You were saying back then, and now you're like, I like to pick it apart <laughs> and uh, look for the qualities. But uh, and we're doing and we're still doing it. Jackson Pollock and 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 that and that's fun, you know. Something's yeah, if changed. someone yeah listened through the entire supercut of episode one to one hundred, there'd oh, probably be no. very little change. <laughs> if that's <laughs> hell, actually, when you <laughs> sat there strapped out with your phones on and you have to listen to the entire run of cold cans that's hell while you listen to me eat cheese curds in the other ear yeah that would be that's that sounds like my own personal hell that might be yours could not go through anything like that um but it is we're recording this on january 28th 2020 2020 baby very nearly three years uh, of doing right. this fucking show, two two and three quarters years, yeah. essentially, that's pretty wild. We've come a long way, wow. And uh, and we we landed with natural light, like I said, which was a difficult thing to do. Part of the reason this yeah. episode didn't come out is we had we were planning it, we were traveling with heroin things, but we also straight up couldn't find natural couldn't light. Find and to our rescue. The, the me the it really was you reached out on twitter you that's another thing we should say nick's logged back on oh folks. yeah that twitter ordeal i think i brought that up a couple times on the show yes. i have been locked this out is... of my account for over a year yeah, I was gonna because this almost has been the duration of cold kids <laughs> you getting locked in and out of twitter and now then, you're locked in now i'm locked back in i'm logged in i'm locked in i'm ready to rot my brain uh yeah, they finally, Twitter support after like my fifth time of submitting a, a thing, a right. ticket, right. finally got me in. Wow. So I'm back, baby. At Nicholas Patrie, is that it? Producing, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Wow. Producing just oh, timeless content. <laughs> <laughs> so You tagged me in something today I saw. I didn't I didn't interact with it, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I was trying to do a or bit. Or yesterday. I was trying to do a bit and you didn't participate. Brooks participated at Brooks Maddox. Brooks the commish. Yeah. Former Commission, sorry. Former Commish until he was fired. Uh, He's tragically. the David Stern of Cold Cans. Hopefully. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I was gonna make another joke and I'm not going to. I'm kidding. Um, I love Brooks Mattock. Of course he He's was. the only one who supported my trip down to Portland. Oh, That's associated with the cold cans. Why do we have to relitigate this kind of shit? You could bring up the Halloween party too? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Uh so okay, you logged back onto Twitter. Yep, I'm on Twitter now. We could not find natural light anywhere. We asked for suggestions. One okay. hour ago Joey at Glockstock tweeted, Do we care about gluten anymore? Do we? I don't see it anywhere. Gluten-free has become such a given now on some I don't menus. Think it is. There's like I think a gluten-free section. It. No, we're done with caring. We don't know what it is anymore. We don't care. The millennials cared. <laughs> now the next generation, the Billie Eilish generation, they don't care. Give me it all the did gluten. Come out, I think there's been some gluten sensitivity shaming because and rightfully so, because doctors basically said like this is not a real thing. Mhm. It was a not trend that many people that are of course, there's some people who literally can't process gluten, of course. But we liked that we the grifters on Instagram made it a trend, right? So that, that you're we like not going to get bloated up, by yeah, if yeah. you eat this gluten, right? And which is bullshit. Uh, but you're still peeling cheese curds, so who am I to say? <laughs> um, but uh, I'm, I'm saving myself 400 of the 8,000 calories <laughs> from the curd, the cheese curds at Culver Curd consumption, CC. By the way, I had a butter burger. Oh, no. It oh, wasn't that good. Shut the fuck off. What are you doing? it was coming wasn't... back here with this. <laughs> I didn't want it to be so, but it was so. Why? What did you do? It was just kind of flavorless. Did you fuck it up? Did you order it with shitty toppings? I got Butter Burger yeah, with cheese, pickles, ketchup, mustard. Ooh, that was what I got. That should be a, that should nail What's it. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Yeah. No, I'll give you that. I like that order. I don't know how they could have messed it up. It was just like the burger had no flavor to it. Really? Yeah. It was a bummer. Oof. Yikes, I've never had a miss at Culver's. I've never. I've enjoyed it one hundred percent of the time. That's you get that why strawberry field salad? No, come on, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Do you? I have before, yeah. There's lunatics who go to Culver's and get like the pork chops and like the- there's the Yeah, the extensive chicken, dinner menu. Chicken, yeah. Like fish like fry. The fish fry, the chicken dinner. I have gotten them. They're good, actually. I've heard that they're all good. Yeah. I just go so infrequently at this point in my life that yes. I have to get a I agree. Butter. I even said that to my mom because I went with my parents and I said to her, like, I kind of wanted to get some weird thing off that like back menu, but I'm like, okay, I'm there for w- the first time in the last yes. six months going to get what they do. i like, no see now in, in that area you've grown cuz you, you love the corner of the menu." I've talked I'm about this. I'm a big novelty before. guy, yeah. yeah for it's sure. It's like, "What do they do well?" And let's try to find if they have like a piece of the menu that's that's what they basically it's called what we don't do well, but right. here it is. What we do for the friends of people who like coming here who they drag along who don't like what we do. This is what <laughs> Yeah, there's that. This is in the back of the freezer and, and we like have a microwave. Some, certain allergy things, we have to have some option. And then you're always like, Hmm, I think I'd try that, methinks. I'm at Culver's. I'll get the pad thai, please. <laughs> I think it comes from my love of the underdog, Joe. Oh. I'm always pulling for the underdog. No, I know it. And I'm not going to say anything more. I know what you're doing when you're pulling for the underdog. Oh, yeah, you could, yeah. No, I'm not. Because like we've- Pulling under, yeah. We're not doing that That's anymore. That's It's not fun anymore. The hot You've got not... a lot of run out of pulling. I haven't gotten any run out of it. No one's laughed at it. No one's laughing at it. Well, I think... But you haven't given it up, is what I'm saying. So no. So you get a lot of run out of it. It makes me laugh, and that's what's most important. Did I send you the picture of the door from Thailand that said, please pull on it? <laughs> well. Because <that, laughs> yeah. There what the was doc- a sign in this case, <laughs> <it's>, officer. Is <laughs> what the doctor ordered. <laughs> Your parents are probably listening. Mine, too. And now we're doing this again. I don't... Yeah, maybe we haven't done the... Yeah. Enough. Right. Uh, okay. We haven't even got to... So We were finding this beer. That was sorry. We had to find this beer. This. You went on Twitter.com. Yes. You said... Plugged <laughs> into the Coal Cans account. Because you, you couldn't get in your own account no. at the time. And uh, and you said, who can find us, Natty Light? A, so a couple of people actually did get back to us like, oh, there's something up in the U District, yep. some shit like that. Jake and, Tim said move, which was Jake, also funny. Jake Tim said move out of uh, Seattle. <laughs> and, and then the Natural Light official account got at us yes. and said, we'll find some locations, DM us your zip code. Mm. So you did, and they got back to us. They pointed us to a specific Walgreens nearby yeah. that has Maddy like I was very confused <laughs> about the ones that they picked out. Yeah. Like, why would it be? Yeah, we checked all of the, like, beer stores, basically. We checked everything. Like, the specific beer stores or liquor stores in and, our area. And gas stations. Like, and gas stations. It, and, right, right, and Arcos Where you think this Anheuser-Busch beer would be. But mm-hmm. no, is that a Walgreens and a Target in our area? Yep. The downtown Seattle Target. Is that and, where you got it? No, I got this at the, <laughs> at Walgreens, the Walgreens on Broadway. Yep. Wow. Broadway Joe! <laughs> you found Walgreens and you got the natural light and here we are. We're finally doing episode 100. And this pack, it's right next to all the other uh, 12 packs. With Natural Light, you get three extra. It's a 15 pack. Are they just like taped, duct taped to the top? <laughs> No, the uh, cardboard box says three more cans on it. <laughs> That's great. It's funny. The, I don't get why. They charge you for three more cans, too. Well, it was pretty cheap, though. Yeah, I bet. I don't I'm, look at what I expensed to the account, but it was, I mean, it was actually pretty expensive. It was pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah. you went the wrong way with that. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I do remember correctly, um, 15 cans. I think it was like 10 bucks or something. Really for 15, not bad. Yeah, not I bet bad if for I pull Seattle. up that picture. Yeah, that's not bad for Seattle and pull Wisconsin. Pull it up, Nicholas. Pull it up, pull it up, Nicholas. Pull it up. Oh man, it was eight ninety nine. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pre tax, mind you. Ten percent sales tax and plus Seattle. Obama, Like, Shalad Obama. That is very cheap because a twelve pack of Coors Light next to it was ten ninety nine. Wow, and this is this is Coors Light. We should kind of get back to Natty Light a little bit, so. Uh, they haven't deviated much from their graphic design, have they? Uh, what I found interesting is the it's the Anheuser Busch logo is is on Natty Light now. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what that is? The yeah, the A eagle. Yeah, this is of course under the AB InBev umbrella now, and uh, part of their uh, budget conscious beers. And Nick is on number two. Part of their budget conscious beer brands is uh, BCBB's is Natural Light. Uh, in addition nice. to, th- thank you. In addition to their Bud Light portfolio, and if you have seen commercials lately, their Bud Light portfolio is adding a seltzer. They're trying to compete directly with, uh, White, Claw. with White Claw these days. So yes. they have a Bud Light branded seltzer, which I find interesting because it has oh, nothing yeah, we'll to do check, with Bud Light. Right. We'll check it out. They're just jumping on that um, that bandwagon, and rightfully so. Everyone is drinking uh, uh, hard seltzer. Joseph's on number two. Cheers, Joe. Cheers, buddy. All right, I got some natural history, if you will. Wow, please do. Introduced in 1977, Natural Light was Anheuser-Busch's first reduced-calorie light beer, instantly becoming a hit. In 1995, Natural Ice debuted, featuring a higher ABV that quickly made it America's best-selling ice beer. And then, in 2008, Natural Light shocked the world, taking (laughs) bronze at the World Beer Cup for... American style light lager. It shows you the world beer cup. That's exactly where (laughs) the Natty Light won a medal. (laughs) Now, now I will say getting further into the Natty Light thing, it's connection to uh, us binge drinking it in college. Yeah. They've sort of glommed onto that from their marketing side and they're doing some cool like contest giveaway things. Okay. Cool. Based on the world we live in where everyone has a shit ton of student debt. Anyway, they're giving away (laughs) $10 million over the next 10 years to uh, pay off people's student loans and you have to enter by ah, doing like some sort of um, demeaning gags let me see I don't think it is though it's it's sort of, of like national audience. oh here it is okay so you can enter on Facebook Instagram or Twitter mind you Wow. post now a video now I can enter at, at Nicholas Patry post a video showing us how you'll celebrate paying off your student loans include the natural Jesus. light logo and include the hashtags hashtag natty stories hashtag contest and hashtag 2020 Oh boy! Uh, so yeah, hashtag twenty twenty. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it's because they're doing it year by year, so they can oh, sort it Oh. now. Okay. That's why okay. they're doing it. Um, so you have to post a video showing how you'll celebrate. So it is encouraging some maybe stupid behavior. Yeah, that's it's a little bit of a shame. It's like that. Uh, there's that birthday boys sketch where it's like post a video of how you enjoy like. Swifties or whatever okay. the hell have you ever seen that no no it doesn't basically trying to get people to participate at least here they dale dangle a carrot at the end of the stick and say uh yeah we'll pay off your student debt right but you, you know tens of thousands of dollars potentially right but they're acknowledging that natty's a big part of your college history as it yeah. was ours it's a perfect it's uh, my argument always was more so than keystone uh, there's a few folks listening that are going to disagree with what i'm about to say next but more so than bush light Natty, I'm Light, my seat. Natty Light was unequivocally, across all beer games, the best choice mm. because you could drink it like water. So you could yeah. drink it out of a beer bong. You could drink it out of flip cup, which mm. is just a, an astounding amount to drink. Mm-hmm. But it was the least offensive of everything that I just said, to me anyway, to also like if it's a card game or something, you just kind of sitting with it in front of you. I could just continue to sort of drink it. Like I would a human being drink a normal beer. So the sessionability yes. off the fucking charts with Natural Light, maybe yes. more so than any other beer we've done on this podcast. Now, was that one of our original beer parameters from the opening, sessionability, or that later Mouth came feel, into play? No, that came in later. later on. Sipability Though we did say alcohol content, so which is sort of uh, related to sessionability. Sure. But I think you're right. That was why it was great at parties, and if you're doing wizard staffs or whatever that thing was too, this is a good one to get in that. Yeah, what was wizard staffs? you drink it and you tape it. Right. You would tape your empties together, essentially. Yeah. And then you would walk around with like a staff. staff, Which you'd inevitably start jousting and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The alcohol content in Natty Light is 4.2%, so it's what all the light beers are. Right. But it also means you can drink a ton of them and not be like too messed up until the end of the night, basically. What was your favorite drinking game in college? It was and still is and always will be. If you talk about Uh, like indoor, like almost any time you can play it, it is Flip Cup. It's always been Flip Cup. Mm. Because you could just raise the energy level of any party, or if the party was already going well, it wouldn't stop the energy level Mm -hmm. with Flip Cup. Because it's super collaborative, it's just like, okay, we have 15 people here. All of us can fucking play if we want. Yeah. Or as little of us as like four can play if we really want. Like, sure. Whereas beer pong to me always ground everything to a bit of a halt. It We're does. all just watching it it and we don't really fucking care about the people playing. No, we just want to play. Right. It's The people playing all think like everyone cares. Like, oh, yeah. Did you see that shot? Like that shit. It, fuck you. I don't. Just be done. Usually we'd start playing flip cup at the. The table where people were playing, beer right? Because we're bored of watching beer pong. Exactly. So we would grind parties to help. Flip cup would always kind of amp it up. So, but my, if you got a party favorite. without beer pong table, what do you mean? You might as well ostracize yourself from society. i mean it's saying it's a necessary evil. You have to have the beer pong table if you're in college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, of course. Saying, yeah. And you need to have like carpets that are going to accommodate the spilled <laughs> Maddie <matty> light. <laughs> well, yeah, soak it in up, it. proper. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good choice. Flip cup. What the only yours? thing that's bad about it, I think, is it gets people way too drunk and yeah. uh, sloppy so if you're doing that early in the night but you're right it can uh it can bring some energy up if it's needed if it's right. lagging early in the night is to, like the first act of a party is really about like yeah we're all kind of filing in and, you, and then you're sharing stories like jesus christ they come in here i saw that and like you're yeah. Having fun. Yeah, you, yeah you're yeah. catching up you're talking about topics and events you're making then- out you're making out right, like the, the, like we all did there. Yeah. Like we're all making out. Totally, and that's what I was doing <laughs> yeah. all the time. But then you go into the second act of a party mm-hmm. where you run out of things to talk about, yep. and now somebody needs to be the kind of engine and the initiator to move this thing sure. to its conclusion. Uh, the the Joseph Campbell uh, story the arc Joseph here. Clock, right? <laughs> Theory of parties. And that second act really does take, in Joseph Campbell's stuff, you need like this wizard to get the protagonist through, like this magical Mm -hmm. being. Uh, And then they learn something at their rock bottom. So when your party hits your rock bottom, it hits Mm -hmm. it to the deer. You need somebody to bring it up. And that generally was either the game of flip cup at our parties, Mm -hmm. or it was a man that we call curly <laughs> uh who's uh, now a practicing doctor uh, at uh, father too father yes or, yeah too he's uh, a wonderful father and a practicing doctor so but at the time was the engine that drove the party uh and he was able to kind of get everybody going and then the third act is that sloppy and now we start to not sure. really know what's going on so flip cup was my choice you oh. never said yours Uh, I think you're right that it varies based on when in the party it's happening, but I like to start off a party with some sort of like if it's quarters or like a chandeliers type thing where you're bouncing something into a cup and passing it along. Ooh, I like that. You know, like quarters into the shot glass on the wooden table. That was always fun. It's like high energy. You can't have someone at the table who's like too drunk already because then it just screws everything else up. Sure. Everyone has to sort of be engaged. I think that's what I like about it. Yeah, I like that too. You're in, yeah. You're kind of locked in. It. it sometimes... No one abandons me <laughs> <laughs> at the quarter. Realizing how pathetic that sounds. Every, <laughs> no one can leave. Everyone has to pay attention, and um, <laughs> no one will walk away from me. Let me do my bits. Uh, the the I sometimes felt like I was ostracized. Like that was the cool kids' table. Oh, quarters. really? like, well, I was in... always there. So yeah, I know. You, you, uh, you forced your way on oh, Nick's got to sit down oh, or he's going to, yeah. yeah, he's like a he's puppy. He's going to flip the table. Here. Yeah. Pacing, like a, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for his treat to get him in. Uh, no, but sometimes I would be standing there going, ah, oh, they're playing quarters, but I don't I like feel like I can't get in there. Sure. And so that was You're right. It thing. is intimidating. You're right. It does Recorder's feel like table. it's someone like got like a group gossiping and you almost like, mm-hmm. Are they talking about me? Or like, yeah. Should I go in there? So now you're kind of like standing in the kitchen. You're like, Well, what do uh-huh. I do now? Like, you know, it's somebody that you barely know and you're like, man, did you see the badgers last <laughs> night? I don't know. Like, so you know, like uh, uh swimming, yeah, that was the swimming <laughs> match. <laughs> yeah. Uh but that Natty Light whether you're playing quarters whether you're playing flip cup any other favorite game of choice i also we really liked beer ball it was the other thing that's my all time yeah, favorite game yeah for sure it's very elaborate you can only like you have to have certain conditions to be able for to play for sure for sure uh our fantasy football league still plays it when we get together every year at this point entering our 30s did, and standing around oh place yeah we did play playing, it. yeah, we it, Lord, buddy yeah uh, you and I got in a tiff about pitching, as we al- almost often do. <laughs> it's an annual tradition at yeah, this point. Because beer ball, so one of the premises of beer ball, is basically a wiffle ball based sport. You you underhand pitch the ball in. Uh-huh. Y- you're not really trying to strike someone out. It's like if a machine could do it, you know, you'd, you'd rather have a machine do it. Where it's like a fair, just slow pitch, and then people have to hit the ball, and then that's really where the game starts. The game shouldn't be starting at the pitching, but we all are guilty. Of putting a little flair with our pitching and going around that gentleman's rule and that's where the arguments break out every year. And then somebody pukes in the trees, which I believe happened in this fantasy. I won't name any names, but Joel puked in the trees. Yeah, I think uh, several <laughs> people were puking this year. Yeah. Man, yeah, that was a wild time. Because the the yard was also not exactly set up for beer ball. There's trees everywhere and there's hills and Do you think he's listening? The man <laughs> who hosted? as if he is, he's gonna I'm take saying numbers he's gotta yeah, fact. he needs to do a little landscaping is wow. what I'm saying. Uh, just to accommodate our beer ball. Yeah, the one maybe once a decade <laughs> time we're playing beer ball in his house. Yeah, but uh, but Natty goes well for that. Natty just Certainly. all around. I'm on my second beer. I could drink a thousand of these. I know it's it's truly hey, a, a sessionable pack thing. Back in my place, baby. Oh wow! It's it's a Tuesday night. We're ready to go. Oh yeah. If anyone Tuesday. at work is uh, listening, I I was late tomorrow because I got there was a lot of traffic on uh, i90. Well, this won't come out till Friday, so it'll be fine. Yeah, this wasn't Tuesday. This That's, is not binding. This is an entertainment podcast, yeah. as we've established from the start. Yeah. Um. So let's, I think we should do our first segment. This seems like a good time to do the first segment. All right. We got our PRT. PRT, yeah. So I was just in Wisconsin, and we already talked about cheese curds and said cheddar cheese curds, and that is what I brought back from Waiwega's Star Dairy, Wisconsin's finest cheddar cheese curds. Wow. I got it. Got the picture. Got the pic. <clears throat> Uh, something special from Wisconsin, trademark. I bought these, uh, yesterday. And they were fresh? They were fresh. Okay. Sitting there warm on the counter. That's the best ones. And they squeak, and so listening to this will be truly miserable. Yeah, we'll actually have to edit that out, I think. The squeaking. Okay. So don't worry, listeners. There are kind of some, um, uh, freaks, some some monsters, some monstrosities in there. There were. We were breaking them up. Uh, earlier. There's we long, were, sort of dabbled, corded, <laughs> gnarled, knobby ass <laughs> cheese curds in there. All right, I'm going to take one. Joey's going to do it. Off it. Mic. Honestly, well, let's both eat it at the same time, so we're not... Well, it's too late. <sighs> I mean, that's as Wisconsin of an experience as I could conceivably imagine. That's as parable as it can fucking get. God damn Get a picture with your good camera Of just the Just the curds here mm. Oh That's good Here Let me get Let me get out there Let me show you that What do you think about that huh <laughs> Tap to focus But Joe's moving the curd Well focus on it It's focused
1: Did you get, get it? It's
0: fine The lighting's terrible But it's fine I'm gonna eat this one now You're it's, gonna eat another wet. one? They're wet They're fucking wet So you're it's gonna see great. the picture It's whey on eat. there The curd's in whey Kind of this it's wet, protein. nasty- And yeah, this is from Waiwiga, which is pretty near Manoa, our yeah. hometown. You just got to drive down the road and it's there. Uh, this is a good spot. They have a pretty wide selection of both beer, liquor, and cheese. Wow. So I, I, I hit it up. And I did try to bring back some cheese spread as well. I wow. had three, four bags of cheese curds and two canisters of cheese spread oh from this God. place. Oh, my God. And uh, I found out TSA considers cheese spread a liquid- So So I had had to to check my bag. (laughs) Also a very uniquely Wisconsin experience. It was. And I was the only person in the security line, both the first time I tried to go through, this is at the Appleton airport. Yeah. First time I tried to go through, I was the only one there. And then I had the plastic bag of cheese because I know they make you take it out of your bag. Know that going in. And they're like, what you got in here? Cheese? (laughs) I'm like, yep. Got some Cheese. Cheese curds and cheese spread. And the guy's like, oh, cheese spread, huh? <laughs> I don't know why i do that accent. That's not even a real Wisconsin accent. Yeah, be better. This guy was the nicest TSA agent, by the way, that it could possibly be. He's like, yeah, sorry, that's considered a liquid. Like, if you want to check that bag and go back out, I just need to carry this bag out of security. So put him in there, and then I'll carry the bag out. Okay. And then so I did that, went to the counter, checked it, came back through, was still the only person in line. Got the whole thing like, oh, back so soon, the first person said. Wow. And then, nice to see you again, sir. I was like, hey, I couldn't leave that cheese spread behind, am I right? <laughs> It was such a wholesome experience. That's lovely. It was great. That's painting a vivid picture in my mind. Also, of that Appleton Airport, everything about that is lovely. The Appleton Airport's actually kind of nice. They did some renovations there. Wow. It looks very nice. Shout out to the Appleton Airport. It's really nice. Uh, I already, though, feel like my everything is clogged up. Really? From two cheese curds. (laughs) It's over. Are you becoming hypersensitive food guy? Are you Ryan Dennison? I'm becoming lactose intolerant. Ugh. And I think when you get the way, you've been out of Wisconsin too long. I really have. I'm a West Coast liberal cuck. <laughs> um, that was funny. Yeah, and Doughboys, and when Doughboys chanting that they're in Milwaukee. If you're listening to this podcast and you're living in Wisconsin and you haven't yeah. checked out Doughboys yet, it's an excellent show. And they were recently in Milwaukee and they did an episode where they reviewed Culvers. And uh, they eat a lot of cheese curds, actually, in that episode. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you'll get a sense of people who aren't used to cheese curds. Yeah. Uh, it was good. Um, let's get back to the show. Your second natty. How is it compared to your first natty? I need your take. So still going down smooth. Like, yep. these are still relatively cold, which helps, obviously. I think these are room temperature natties. Might be a different story. Yeah. But it's still pretty cool. It's going down very well. That was, yeah, entirely parable, by the way. Nom, nom, nom. As parable as it gets, nom, nom, nom. They, um... It the, the natty can't seem to like penetrate the curd in my stomach. It's just sort of sitting oh in there like a rock. You had three cheese curds in this. You sure yeah. these were fresh? These aren't oh ran- my rancid goodness. cheese curds. You're turning into hypersensitive Look food at this. affects me. Look at this guy. No, I'm not. I'm doing my best here. I will give you the that. Rest. Yes. These <laughs> are this is like a. Uh, Good, bad, best. Uh, if better, best. best. Better than the rest. If no. you went to Never a, let it rest. Till my good is better, my better is best. If you... Stop touching all of them. If you went into a lab and they were trying to grow like people, like trying to figure out how to use st- stem cells to create they people. They put in their fat stomachs. V- well, version one would be this is what would come out, and the scientists <laughs> would eat it like this. They do look kind of weird. They, uh, Why we Good Star Dairy may have to work on their uh, agitator, the one that cuts them all up at the end. I'm gonna need an agitator to make my pollock later. Um, You know the uh, the gun, the muscle gun thing that like the muscle high intensity thing. Oh yeah, Yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. I think what if you use that on your stomach to like promote digestion? (laughs) You think that would help? Yeah, yeah. That's like fiber. It's like external fiber. This is a business opportunity for you in Appleton. Is take the same technology Uh and advertise it as a cheese curd buster. (laughs) <laughs> this curd pummel, Buster, pummel your Nikki's stomach. Nikki's Curd Buster. <laughs> Three easy payments at twenty five ninety five. Well, you sell it as a set. You sell you like you sell the um, what's the thing where you put your feet up to poop on the Squatty Oh, a squatty potty. Sure. You sell a Squatty potty and a Curd Buster as once, <laughs> <laughs> and a monthly subscription to Why We Go Star Dairy Cheese <laughs> The curd of the month. You get like eight pounds of cheese curds sent to your house. You need to create like this kind of multi-level marketing loop (laughs) to be able to continue to make sales. God, all the good business ideas that have come out of this show. I know. So if you were in hell- Why am I still so poor? Yeah, if you were in hell listening to this, at least you'd have some business opportunities (laughs) out of you. So speaking of hell, let's reflect on the last hundred episodes- (laughs) How did we get here? This is what I wrote down. All right. Can I just bring what, this up? How far into this episode are we? How long has it been? Uh thirty-eight minutes. Oh wow. Okay. Let's can do I it. just bring let's this recap up the entire hundred? <laughs> can I bring this up? With you? <laughs> Please. I wrote down oh boy. I can't even read it. I wrote down Joe. where did we come from? How did we get here? And where do we go next? It's like Cotton Eye Joe lyrics. <laughs> God damn it! Never mind. That was just my a tab I had open with a <laughs> I <Eye> Joe. Lyrics. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to reflect. It's been three years. We've come a long way. And lately, I've felt a lot about. I've i I turned thirty, so wow. I turned thirty in 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 November, of of the la, of twenty nineteen, wow. and I've been reflecting. Honestly, this is I'm being serious now. About, I think it's the quarter life crisis type of thing about how life is fleeting. think you're gonna be 120. Suppose it is. Jesus Christ, yeah, it's my midlife crisis. <laughs> um, if no, I keep sorry. eating, keep going though. Keep if going. I keep eating from Star Dairy in my wega it's my midlife well, crisis. Yeah. Uh, and I've been thinking about like, what am I doing with myself? You know, am I am I am I living a life that I want to live? What do I value? I think what I valued on April 7th, 2017, when we released the Miller Light episode, is not what I value now. Mm. And so what are the things that I like wake up and look forward to at this point? Sure. Um and it's really about like because of how fleeting everything is, it feels like my goals, my ambitions, my my career, you know, whatever, money, everything kinda that all evolves. But what doesn't, like, the rock is, like, the relationships. I want to have... I don't want to have my relationships also ebb and flow like the rest of those variables. Mm. And the, the the idea of having started on April 7th, 2017 with you on this podcast and on January 28th, 2020, feeling like our bond our friendship and our relationship is is like night and day different and stronger and better like we've really like grown, grown together over the last three years uh, really resonated with me and I will say also I think part of this is the other day I think it hit everyone Kobe Bryant passed away and it was completely staggeringly sad and tragic and I like stepped back and was like what the fuck are we all doing like that's mortality right there that is someone who doesn't that can't happen. Like he can't go anywhere. He's he's Kobe fucking Bryant. Like he's invincible. Um, and then I kind of like was thinking about this a lot. It really like shook me. Like even my wife was like, my wife was like, uh, like <laughs> you gotta stop talking about this all the time. Like I was talking about it this whole weekend. I had we had like a weird busted ski trip or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's something that I don't know, I just kept coming back to with this. Like even drinking Natty Light, I think about who I was drinking Natty Light with in college. And I'm really happy that, at least in my mind, you know, almost all of those people that I cherish those friendships, when I see them again, I I, I still feel like I'm friends with them. And I think that's the thing that, that matters over the long run. Like, it's not just the thing that matters, I think it's the only thing that I care about at this point, like, in the long run. I, do, I don't fucking care about my career, anything like that. Like, the only thing that matters is, like, who I'm with and in how I impact them and choose to spend my time. And hmm. I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with this other than, uh, well, how do you, how do you feel like you like to do that? Like, <clears throat> or how do you maintain those relationships over that amount of time? I think it's just making sure that I don't take any of them for granted
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that I'm not sort of just ignoring anyone and, and, and just being like, yeah, I haven't talked to so-and-so in forever and haven't done anything sort of meaningful yeah exactly um even you know it's hard remotely when people don't live in the same geographic area but even amongst people that live in this same area i feel like i'll sort of fall out of touch with certain people and not make time to kind of go out of my way and check on them and see how they're doing and Mm -hmm. i don't know it impacts me a lot when somebody unexpectedly will kind of just send me a text or something that's like how you been i don't know It Mm -hmm. just, it feels like we don't do that with each other anymore. We're all fucking looking outward. We're looking at what everyone else is doing. We're then internalizing that deep, deeply inwardly. And we're not kind of like just aware of what's like in front of us. I don't, I don't think that's anything profound or anything like that. It's not like I thought of that, (laughs) but (laughs) I think it's, yeah, it's good to be aware of, but I really truly like, it, it seems like I operate under this. I'm inwardly thinking about how I'm projecting myself or I'm on my phone, which is so distantly, outwardly thinking about what's happening in the world, mm-hmm. and I, the, the fact that I have to like make time to, again, pay attention to like what's in front of me, like the, the locality of where I am, bums me out. So hmm. that's um, you know, the the thing I guess that reminds me right now, sitting here drinking a beer with you, like that this podcast has always been very local. I've looked forward to it because I can sit here, we're not on our phones, we're we're having this conversation. That's that's a really meaningful th- part of my life. These hundred episodes, honestly, pathetically enough, have been a deeply meaningful part of my life. Um, and and that's and I not think at all. Well, if you listen to them, <laughs> and I, but no, spending this time has really, you know, I, I wouldn't uh, take any of it back. I would maybe make some of the episodes a little bit better than they were. Sure, but I wouldn't take More the time consistent. back. God damn it, yeah. And and I think. If I look back at Natural Light to try to connect these threads, uh, in college it was the other time I was drinking this beer, and I wouldn't take any of that time back, too, because in both of those instances, it was a very sort of local, bond-forming time, and I, uh, mm-hmm. it meant a lot to me. Well, cool. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that, Joe. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, you got a lot out there. I think... I think that is cool, and it's it's cool to be able to take the time to think about those things, like what is important. Yeah. Because, like, I think we can all get caught up in just the, like, survival aspect of life or the, like, yeah, what is everybody else doing aspect. So it's good to be able to take that step back and say, like, okay, what actually matters, and then how do I go about that? Yeah, and I, I think it's really easy to say, like... I'll just, you know, I inevitably I'll be thinking about that at some point, but right now I got to do blah, blah, and blah. And you just right. kind of do that one step in front of the other forever, uh, is, is not rewarding. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to kind of, I don't know, think about that. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you've had those thoughts and, and, uh, can kind of focus on what you want to focus on then. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's drinking natural light. <laughs> um, with that said. Before you crack your third, I have a special- Oh, we got another segment? I have a segment, and this is something in the 100th episode, the 11th hour. I'm introducing a new segment (gasps) that I'm calling Extra Extra Mead All About It. (laughs) Mead or meat? Mead. Mead, okay. And I don't have mead. I have beer. This is an extra beer. Now, this is a non-canonical entry into the cold cans 100 ranking system. We are not reviewing this beer. Now, we may consider this as a precursor towards a future uh, insertion or replacement episode. Wow. It's sort of a prejudge. Now, I was up in uh, Vancouver, Canada, uh, BC the Mm -hmm. other day, and actually up in Whistler, they have a brewery, Phillips Brewery, and they make this Tiger Shark Citra Pale Ale. So this uses citra hops, um, which are some of my favorite hops. Okay, yeah. Grown Um, in Washington State, right? Yep. And this brewery up in Canada is making this. It's the Phillips Brewing and Malting Company. And uh, this is a, Mm. yeah, yeah, it's a pale ale, 4.7% alcohol. Very cool graphic design of a tiger shark. It's a tiger and a shark mix. Yeah, that's a... But they don't try to go overboard with it. I kind of just like the, I like the color scheme. It's kind of got the Miami, I guess, like, or LA. Yeah, Miami Vice type. Yeah, kind of like thing. a salmon pink, a teal, uh, a yellow. Um, and I had this last weekend, and I said, I got to bring this. I got to have Nick try this thing. Uh, so this is a gotta Phillips Tiger Shark Citra Ale. Let me know what you think. LMK, let me know. Uh, we didn't have to gloss over the heart-to-heart part of the show either, Joe. But You didn't I seem do. like you had anything back to say. I, <laughs> I might. You know me. I'm touchy-feely boy. And you have to take time to formulate it. So maybe so maybe this is just a pin in that conversation while we focus on this extra beer here. Mm. Remember, this is the Extra Extra Mead All About It segment, a non-canonical Yeah, well, let's review. talk about that title as well. Well, what do you want? What's better? <laughs> mead, mead is not be like beer at all. Then workshop it with me. So I'm obviously riffing on Extra okay, Extra yep. Read All About It. Yep. Um, the classic newsies saying sure. you hear every day on your way to work. Yeah. extra, extra, read all about it. I should have done it like that. Extra, extra, meat all about it. Yeah, but I still have a problem with the meads Then help me. I am helping. Okay. okay. No, you're not. Ale. Ale. Does that rhyme with anything? Read read extra extra read ale about it <laughs> well yeah i guess you could yeah yeah let's go with that all right you already you already punched it up but you <laughs> needed me to at least insert it we did we're a team joe so extra extra we're mead like god and the devil we're a uh... no <laughs> <laughs> extra extra mead ale <laughs> about it if anyone is still listening after 100 episodes if anyone's trapped in the pits of hell, yeah. strapped down to a chair with their eyes stuck open like clockwork orange. Oh, their ears. And... There's a Q-tip constantly clearing wax from their ears while <laughs> yes. they listen in high fidelity. They would give anything <laughs> for earplugs. <laughs> you just see earplugs out of sight, too, yeah. just dangling yeah. there. Uh, and you're still listening. If you can punch up extra extra read all about it better than we just did, extra extra read ale about it, uh, please fucking tell us i don't know <laughs> go on twitter yeah uh, what is it us. at Colcans pod it's either that it's or at the Cole same Inst- podcast okay uh, instagram at Colcans pod find us on a medium find us, us on the medium we're always on our phones <laughs> we're gonna text you right back uh and you're gonna hear us moan <laughs> uh, i did want to comment on something you said about the phone thing because i think we should all throw our cell phones into the ocean yeah if we were smart yeah Uh, Because I think it it just does create these like weird, yeah, what we prioritize in life. Yeah. Yeah. These weird expectations about, yeah, yeah, about what life is, what's important in life and like what we should spend our time doing. Because it's so easy to waste time looking at the phone on any number of things, even if it's something, you know, like seemingly productive, like even if it's listening to podcasts, that's not necessarily something you should do at the expense of, Reaching out to a buddy, yeah, or you know, calling your mom or whatever it may be, but it's easier. It's much easier. Yeah, it's harder to do the rest of those. things. Right, right. So maybe that's yeah, maybe that's at the heart of it. Is it makes it easier to be a sort of passive, unfulfilled person. Yeah, and, and you don't even it know puts it puts a salve over that. Right, right. Exactly, and it sucks it because the other places that I think before cell phones that we would turn for. To that, to that easiness, which inevitably then exposed ourselves to advertising and sort of manipulation Mm -hmm. by other people to say, this is what you should like because it profits everyone else was like TV. And even after TV, it was like the internet on the computer. But each of those were destinations. Like you had to make time for that and you acknowledged it. Yeah, It's no longer a destination. We're so tightly coupled with consuming that. Mm -hmm. It's inescapable. And that's right. you know it's it's very powerful again in, when used in the right context. But how many of us? What percentage of our time are we using it in like a powerful way to to live a fulfilling life? Right. To enable the things that will fulfill us. Right. That like if, aren't happening on the phone. Yeah. If you if you said that like you could, you could you have the ability at any time to reach out to like any old friend that you want. You don't mm-hmm. even have to call them. You can just text them. Mm-hmm. And just kind of just start a conversation. That'd be like such a powerful thing. Be like, oh my God, it's like MSM Messenger, except everybody's online all the time and they always have it in their hand. How cool. Instead, we don't. We download these other apps that just st- are stuck in front of our faces. It's like, yeah, but wouldn't you like to live like this instead? Right, right. That sucks ass. Yeah, it does suck. And I don't even think it's necessarily a great thing to be able to... I guess the communication part, yes. If there's someone from any time in your life you'd like to communicate with and connect with, great. But they'll like seeing what every person you've ever known in your life is up to or yeah. or whatever they're sharing externally, whatever yes. image they're creating, yeah. doing that your entire life. The, what do we do? Our doing? minds don't work that way. No. Like, we don't need that information. It will only hurt us. Yeah, it can't. You'd never feel good. No. You never are like, I'm really happy there, you know. Like, if you told me. We're very close. If if, if if we weren't as close, if, if, you know, another friend that I really cherish was like, I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to, to, to fucking Brazil. I'd be like, wow, that's a really cool concept. I can't wait to hear about it when you get back. And I really mean that. If I found out on instagram because yeah. you posted a video of you ziplining and it was like look sure. oh, and i'm ziplining next to to fucking uh, uh randy orton the wrestler <laughs> <laughs> then i'd be like fuck I this guy this guy's hypothetical this <laughs> sucks i don't feel good about it at all yeah and there's something toxic about that and yeah, it would it would most likely create sort some sort of envy for some reason. Like you exactly. see that and you're like, oh wow, why did, why haven't I been to Brazil and supplied whoa. it with Randy Orton in the People Post? What was his thing, Randy Orton? He would do like a Viper or something, I think. He was late. He was in the John C- early John Cena. Yeah, era, and he right? was the heel. He was the heel. He was great heel. I believe I could be wrong, but I believe he's still a heel in the. Uh, oh, he's still doing in it. WWF. What WWE. was his? He's like the Wonder Boy or something. Randy Orton. Yeah, I think I he's just that, Randy Orton. I thought he had a nickname that was like the. You know, I didn't think I'd be the Googling. crazy kid. Maybe that's what it was. It is. It's Randy the crazy kid <laughs> Orton. <laughs> Kyle Orton's younger brother. <laughs> It's uh he does not ha- really have a nickname. There's not another thing. Okay. Maybe he does. Hey, any WWE heads out there? Tell us what his fucking nickname is. Randy Orton. He's 39 no. years old. That's fun. Well, that's pretty young then, honestly. Oh, the Legend Killer. Oh, the Legend Killer. And you're right. The Viper is the other thing. The Viper, yeah. I knew it. Uh his uh, first official appearance was in 2002. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, and he that's had that RKO. Watching. The that RKO was his finishing yeah, move. kind of threw you on his shoulder or something and popped down on the ground. Yeah. Anyway, so if you're getting RKO'd by Randy Orton in Brazil <laughs> I'm, off I'm of envious. a zipline. Off of a zip line, I'm envious. Yeah. It's and, envy. And that sucks. And it sucks because when you're posting but you it You know what you're gonna do? You're gonna hit that like button. Well you've got to give them a like because you're friends. But then you you're building this growing animosity gap towards that person, and that sucks. And I don't want to feel like like, when you're posting it, I think you kind of implicitly know that. You post it, and you're like, everybody sees where I was and Guess what I was why? doing. Yeah. And that's that also sucks, because that's not a healthy feeling at all. No. I've been guilty of it. I've been in a cool place, and I'm like, I'm going to take a picture and just, like, send it to everyone. Cause sure. That, but then I don't think about it like, yeah, everybody's going to be like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And I, I think there are positive sides to all these things we're talking about, but I don't think it's... Um, it's not the human instinct for it to be a positive thing. For to, to, for example, to see all of these things happening to people around you. Yeah. Like the instinct is envy. It's not like it could be positive if you were like truly supporting them in some way or like you get high off of like th- seeing them do stuff. That's more of a like grandparent, grandkid totally. relationship. That's not how our relationships work with like our peers. Yeah, it's you're just keeping not up true. with your peers. Right. Like, e- even though I don't think anybody who's an actual real friend would- would say, like, that they, you know, they're happy that they're whatever they believe they're above or below somebody else on any <laughs> sort of strata. Like, that's ridiculous, but you always feel it. You're like, oh yeah. man, so and so is doing this. Like, fuck, right? Why am I not doing that? That, right, and that sucks, and this makes it worse. And it, not we're closer to cheese curds than <laughs> the computer that I'm recording this on. Humans are. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yet oh, okay. we're we're tied to these fucking things, and so we're trying yeah, to model ourselves after them. Yeah, I'd rather be a big wet cheese curd, mm. and Just sit around and get gobbled up. Get gobbled up, gobble me up. Get Your breading torn off and get gobbled up. Oh, good lord! <laughs> it's getting hot in the studio. <laughs> Don't peel my breading, Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think I about you. what do you think about Tiger Shark? As expected, it's pretty hoppy. Yeah, um, but not in a not in a, like overly bitter way. Okay. Uh, it's not a obviously not a true ipa no um i like it the situation i like hop the is uh is. i like the graphic design i like the story behind it you were sending me pictures from this place and i was so envious about drove up to whistler and beat your ass myself wow that would have been a sight for everybody <laughs> in, the, in the brewery so you whipping my I ass would have unbreaded you right then yeah, in right my, and my wife has to watch <laughs> as she packs her bags <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah. That. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's a good beer, good pick. Did you have this when you were at the brewery, or you just kind of uh, wild card picked it? We wild card picked this nice. at a liquor store nearby mm. before we before we went up there, and uh, yeah, it, it was very good. Good pick. So now I'm saying let's set it aside. This is my proposal. Okay. Yeah. Your segment. And now we need to get to we're 57 minutes in oh mommy we need to get to the most important ranking i think Should this be 100 minutes long <laughs> oh wow that's pretty good how do we have i don't know if we can fill that yeah i don't know if we fill that so we've opened we another natty up. yeah third natty cheers cheers it's natty it's smooth that citrus stuff no, it the is still smooth you're right away. i think i had forgotten how light natural light is and drinkable yeah. Compared to some of those other beers, but not actually overly light. There's still some beer flavor there. It's clearly still sure beer. Sure, yeah. It's not a yeah. It's not a hard seltzer, an unflavored hard seltzer, right? It's uh, it's beer. Yeah. So, uh, you don't have your computer. Do I have to do the beer advocate? Score? I have this computer in my hand, Joe. Oh, that's true. By yeah. the way, one thing I don't know if I ever brought this up on the show, but there's a documentary about. It's like some sort of, um. I think it's about Budweiser and it's how Budweiser analyzes all of their production centers and like how they test that the beer is being consistently made essentially. And so it's like a an, an analysis of the feat of like mass production of beer. It's like a QA thing, like quality control. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you sort of, you see the stories of all these individual brewers and stuff and how they do it. Uh, And it's super interesting on this topic of like mass produced light beers. It goes into like these individual brewers and what they're looking out for and then the tasting panel and what they're tasting for and then how they give feedback to those people. And there's some sort of ranking system too. At the end of the year, someone wins the Budweiser beer cup or something. Oh, okay. Uh, It's on. I watched it on an airplane. I don't remember what it's called, but it's worth a watch. It's like 60 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. Super good. Like the brew, the beer, the brew something. I think I've I've seen like a description. Okay, of this, but yeah. Never watched it on the on the plane before. That's cool, mm-hmm. right? If you're on a Delta flight. But any B any BB, BDBs out there, or B D G S, uh, you know what I'm saying? You gave me a weird look. Uh, check out uh, whatever the fucking beer thing is. You want to read the beer advocate score, my dear boy? No, you do it. This feels weird. This feels like we're just like... We're connecting. The trust that Cold Cans Nation has built in us, that you're the beer advocate. Fine. I have it up in front of me. Fine. I I know the answers. They're shocking. They will shock you as a Cold Cans Nation listener, but... I got it. All right, go ahead. Natural Light out of 100. 42. Or awful. Same score as their ABV. Wow. (laughs) Why would you say that? (laughs) What a dumb thing to say. (laughs) Really makes you think, folks. 42. That's our parting note. Thank you. (laughs) Uh. Oh, boy. All right, let's read... Uh, some reviews here. Okay, this guy gave it a one point one out of five. Guys, I don't think it gets any worse than Natural Light. <laughs> Pours absolutely no head, and almost no, or almost clear in color. Disgusting smell, like sulfur and Sprite mixed together. Does oh, not out. taste like beer. Tastes like water, club soda, and pure high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> I chugged a twelve ounce can in thirteen seconds. <laughs> so yeah, that basically explains the horrendous Anheuser Busch quality of this beer. And what was that, 1.1 1. 1 out of 10? 1.1 1. 1 out of 5. Oh, out of 5, okay. He gave a 1 in every category, look, smell, feel, and overall. Other than taste, he gave a 1.25. <laughs> or she. Sorry. Yeah. They. Sorry. Uh, 1.25. On taste. So it, there was something there. <laughs> it got a little bit of a spark. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> Uh, that's why I took him 13 seconds to chug a... That's a long time, right? Yeah, it's not even really bragging I guess, about anything. Well, no, if you're not shotgunning it, that's not that long of a time. I've certainly drank... I, maybe I've drank more natural lights in less than 13 seconds than I have in more than 13 seconds. <laughs> All right. Now that makes me think. Now, yes. Same ABV. What about my point about that? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> That is like something an <laughs> uncle would say when he's like, oh, it's the same as ABV. Uh, that's okay. We revert to our, or that's what we're going to be in 10 years. Yeah. And it's what we're clearly have grown towards in the last three years. So in order to justify ranking this, in order to really understand oh, how right. to put this, um, I'd ask you to indulge me for the very last time. Well, I read the uh, rankings. Yeah, go for it. I think you, got, you have to. And this is going to start at number 99 and rank up to number 100. And to give you guys a bookmark for where I am, I will read out the tiers. So this is starting um, with number 99. Sparks, Bud Light Chilada, Pyrrha Still, Smirnoff Ice, O'Douls, Not Your Father's Mountain Ale, Palisades Pineapple, and number 92 Sierra Vesa. That is the Russian radioactive tier ninety one Olympia, Milwaukee's Best Premium, Bud Light Orange, Bud Ice, Beck's, New Belgium's Up Night Series, Up Next Series presents Passion Fruit Kolsch, Molson Canadian, Tsingtao, <laughs> Schlitz, America or Budweiser, Miller sixty four, Michelob Ultra, Henry Weinhard's Private Reserve, Pub Beer, Miller Light, Coors Light, Schaffenhofer Hefeweizen Grapefruit the Beer, Miller Genuine Draft, Rolling Rock, Bitburger, Paps Blue Ribbon. Paps Blue Ribbon! Guinness droughts, Draft Stout. Bud Light Lime. And number 68, Bush Light makes up our beer tier, The Deplorables. 67, Eyinger Brow Ice. Bitburger. <laughs> I took a Snapchat. That's on the Colcan Snapchat account at Colcans Pod. For number 67 day. going up, Eyinger Brow Ice. Eyinger. Number 66, Heineken. Heineken! Melvin Killer Bees, Lake Huron <laughs> Lake Huron Blueberry Berlin Weiss Ale, Dale's Pale Ale, Miller High Life, Tecate, Modelo Especial, Grain Bell, Tipsy Toboggan, Wells Banana Bread Beer, Trader Jose's, Premium Dark Beer at 56, and that is the Olive Loaf tier. So starting at 55, Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra IPA, Hams, Peroni, Soul, Corona Extra, Blatts, Coors, Bush, Blue Moon, Ho Garden, Montucky Cold Snack, and Uinta Baba Black Lager at number 44, and that is the Mild Cards tier. Mm. Then starting at 43, Ugly Pug, Crikey IPA, Alaskan Amber, Great Lakes Christmas Ale, Bud Light Platinum, Line and Kugel's Summer Shandy, Dos Equis, Samuel Adams Oktoberfest, Stella Artois, Samuel Adams Boston Lager, Fremont Parkland Pills, Overcast Espresso Start, Newcastle Brown Ale, Shinerbach, Lining Kugel's Original, and at number 28, Rainier is the wild card tier. Now we're getting into it, folks, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> number 27, Family Vacation Beer. Number 26, Session, Fat Tire, Santo, Foster's, Elysian Dark of the Moon, Longboard Lager, Swivelhead Red IRA, Old Rasputin Russian Imperial Stout. Red Hook ESB, and number 17, Jubilee Winter Ale, and that is the Zen 10. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our top 16 beers of all time. Number 16, Elysian Night Owl Pumpkin Ale. Number 15, Optimism Breweries Before the Dawn. Number 14, Rattaburger. Number 13, Squatch. Number 12, La Fin Du Monde, s'il vous plaît. Number 11, Travelin' Like Kolsch. Number 10, Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing IPA. Number 9, Prima Pills. Number 8, Rodenbach Grand Cru. Number 7, Cold Cans Kolsch. Number 6, Spotted Cow. Number 5, Lagunitas Nighttime Ale. Number 4, Pyramid Snowcap Winter Ale. Number 3, Pseudo Sioux. Number 2, Delirium Tremens in our current. Number 1, very likely to be the number 1 beer on our ranking of all time. By Deschutes Brewery, an American lager with 4% alcohol by volume. Beer Advocate t- said it was 81 very good. Deschutes. That is our cream of the crop tier. Are we proud of that? By and large, yes. Okay. I think Delirium Tremens probably should have been one for me. Sure. Are you proud of that? Come on, say something. Yes, I am proud of. You know, let of talk. I am of- proud of, though it does, it shows our changing... And Justin Orrick pointed this out. Are changing sort of parameters for these beers? I think we've like grown. Hearing how all the yeah, maybe that's a sign of that. I'm sorry, I ate some cheese curds while you were reading that. And I, I have saw some that out of my periphery. So we've we've um, grown. I think it's yeah, it's a good sign. We've grown in the waste. We've grown in maturity. Um, oh, you like we got fat? You meant yeah. I was doing I I thought you meant we had more waste, more weight. Wa- oh, we have more waste. Yeah. You know, yeah, kinda I stopped recycling, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we've lost virality, but we are here. Hey. <laughs> I've been donating my seed for the last four years, but we are here. We, sh- yeah, we should talk we're about We're drinking that sometime, beer, d- donating semen. No, sorry, keep going. We're here, we're drinking beer, get used to it. Mm. Let's rank natural light, Nick. I'm ready. Oh you are? No. I know but take you're a not. look. I think I am yeah, I'm sorta of, I think I'm ready. I got a spot. And it's the same as the A B V. Okay. All right. Do you Let's have go. your ranking locked in, Joe? Locked and loaded for the one hundredth episode. Wow. The one hundredth ranked beer of the top one hundred beers of all time. Are we even gonna try to do I I think we should just count just, down from one hundred? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 100, 98. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's... No, we raw dog it. We don't pick a tier first. We just do a three, two, one. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Okay. Three, two, two one, one. Twenty seven. Wow, pretty good. 27 Not to 38. Not that far off. Yeah, 11. Okay. So, I had it right below Session, which was at one time our number one beer. Yes. So you had it above Family... Vacation beer, below yep. session, and in between where we were. So session, and then you have Natty, and then family vacation beer, Rainier, Leinenkugel's Original, Shinerbach, Newcastle Brown Ale, Overcast Espresso Stout, Fremont Parkland Pills, Sam Adams Boston Lager, Stella Artois, Sam Adams Oktoberfest, Dos Equis, and then I had Natural Light. You displaced. Ahead of Leinenkugel's <laughs> Summer Shandy. So. Some members of the nation will be very happy you did that. Uh-huh. Well, we both did it. We both went ahead of some Yeah, but shampoo. you went right at it. I went at you it. Took it head on. Yeah, dragged it. Um, so would you have this inside or outside oh. wild cards? Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need we I don't delete. know where wild cards. Inside or outside of wild cards. Uh inside a wild cards. or uh no, sorry. In whatever the thing above wild cards is. What is it? Olive loaf? No, Zen 10. Zen 10. I had the Zen 10, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So the Zen 11 is natural light. Well, no, I think family vacay gets kicked down to wild card. I see. Uh, and below session, hey. What do you think, Joe? I like it. Yeah. Let's uh, go big with it. It's got go so many good memories. I mean, it's a near top twenty. When we were year. talking today, it just took me right back to 14 Blathrop? No. Sure, yeah. 10, 12, 10 Breeze? 14. 14 Breeze. Twelve Lather, Twelve Lather, Fourteen Breeze took me back to those places. Sure, partying with you, partying with the boys, college houses, yeah, and the girls. Of course, I was always making out at these parties. Everyone that's been established, you don't have to reiterate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I got a lot of good memories tied to this. It's a smooth drinking beer. I'm happy that we did it for 100 and a top 30 beer of all time. And now our rankings. Are complete. What we set out to do in 2017, wow. we have finished. We have ranked definitively the top 100 beers of all time. All time? Can you believe that? We did it. What? What's our What's our message to Cold Can's Nation after 100 beers ranked? What don't give we up. Learned. Don't ever give up. This is Jimmy Val. Yeah, yeah. Piece. No, I got it. Don't. You gave up on the "Don't Give Up" Jimmy Valano's piece. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I've what learned? What is the lesson? You know what I've what, learned? You know what we wrote down when we were talking about episode 100? Yeah. We said it was always about well, 100. That's how I said it. 100. We were talking about episode 100. Now, now, now. We said it's always been about. <laughs> it's always been about just buddies hanging out. Yeah. Drinking beers. It has. Through all of the weird character work and the singing and the, the hiatus. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's pro hiatus? The hiatus, i The Hi- I hate. The, i The, um... Uh, I don't like to hate. I don't hate-i. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all love. It's all love. I, I, uh, I, that's all of veneer on top of, uh, uh, what I consider to be, you know, yes. the most important friendship of my life, which is with my good friend, Nick oh, Patri. Wow. I love you dearly. And I've loved these 100 episodes, for mm-hmm. better or for worse. Uh, this, this has been a, uh, a marriage that I've, uh, wow. truly appreciated my beer wife. That was a lot of fun. It was. I'm glad we made it to one hondo. We made it. We have clients coming in now. We should take off. Oh, are they coming? Okay, yeah. You want to go grab another beer or something? Another beer would be good. All right. Let's um, do it. Yeah. We could just walk Just leave the, the mixer theater. like it is then. Yeah, just leave the mixer. The yeah fader should be fine. Okay. Uh, Sounds good. The next client knows how to do it. All right. See ya. Cocaine's nation. I can't take it anymore. They tried to send me with one-way ticket to a high-rise penthouse in Tokyo, but I had to get on the mic one last time. They've, they've had me locked up. My name is Brian Harrelson, and Brian, what the fuck are you doing in here? Don't please, not again. Get up. Please, not again. Get up and back away. I'll go. I got my ticket. I've got TSA pre-check upon your recommendation. They thought you were fucking dead. They thought you were dead. And you were free. Now what are we going to do?